Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Iron Athlete Season 3 is here. We heard you guys. We're ready to roll. Want to say thank you to DraftKings. DraftKings, official partner of the NFL, now an official partner of I Am Athlete. Look, they're doing something special this week, and if you go out and you bet $1 on an NFL game, they're going to give you $200 for free instantly. Download their app, DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can have fun. You can party. Promo code ATHLETE. Promo code ATHLETE. Love y'all. Peace. We're f- back. Season fucking three. I am Athlete Pod. No, just f- go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's not my place. You run the show. Yeah. I'm your sidekick. I ain't robbing. Hit, 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 hit it, B. Hit it, B. If we got so to reset, the Z. hit it again. Huh? You the Z. I'm definitely not the Z. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we back. Not. Oh, I'm so f***ing happy. This is going to be a great f***ing show. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> God, you know how long I've been waiting on this shit. I got so much just built up in me. Like, I just want to get out. And I ain't been able to get it out. Because I can't really talk to her any kind of way because of, you know, the mental capacity of carrying a child. But, I'll, but you motherfuckers finna get it. <laughs> huh? Who's that? Woo! We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team. He gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheel straight up. But in the past bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Shakari Richardson. Shakari. Shakari, Shakari. Shakari. She say Shakari. She say Shakari. Just say it all three ways. Shakari, Shakari, Shakari. Yeah, there you go. Shakari Richardson. I feel like she's uh, in the midst of a PR nightmare almost, like which way to go. Um, we're here in Okoe. You know, we had an opportunity. We thought we had an opportunity to sit down with her, but it, you know, just didn't happen. So we were really excited about this conversation, but regardless, lover or hater, I feel like that's the conversation in our country right now around her. She bring it upon herself? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she brought it on herself. Every athlete brings their own situation to the table. If you want to be the good guy, you want to be the villain, Whatever you want to be, it's your job as an athlete to paint the picture of what you want to show to the world. 
Three months ago, four months ago, fellas, I didn't know who the uh, Chikari was. And now I do, and now the world knows. So now when you get that 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 national, international, worldwide fame, right. you have to show off what you want to show them. And personally, me, I think Shakari is doing a terrible job of her, you know, PR, PR with everybody going on. I don't, th- I don't think she's approaching this right. She's young. She's 21. We all know ourselves at 21. But I think Shakari's doing a bad job of having this fame and then parlaying this into a big-time career, a big-time life goal. But let me push back a little bit because we celebrate, we celebrate FloJo. FloJo is Shakari. We don't talk about FloJo being a lightning rod and all up in the cameras and all up in your face and unapologetic. You don't think about that now. You think about FloJo being the fastest woman ever on the planet. And that big so, thigh. So does it matter? Stuff. Like, does it matter? Like, <laughs> you talk about it all the time. We had Kyle Bush on the show, and the first thing you talked about was like, embrace the, the yeah. villain. I think what you're seeing is Shikari being exactly her. Authentic. That's what we should appreciate. First, can we get on the same page with is it Shakari or Shikari? You know what? Miss Richardson is exactly <laughs> who she is. And I think we should all embrace it. I like it. I like that she's not PC. I like that she is every bit of Dallas, wherever it is that she resides or come from. She exudes that when she runs, when she talks, the hair, the nails, the stylish um, aura like Flojo. She reminds me of that. She is the sixth fastest woman in the world at a very young age. That's what I like about her. You're going to keep it's, the same energy if she never wins again? <laughs> if she the, never that's wins the question. again. If she never wins again, I'm just asking. I'll put my house on it. Ooh. Obviously, if we pay attention to body language. I want in on that. Listen to me. Pay attention <laughs> to body language in the last race where she lost. All right. If I'm not mistaken, I know that I don't know the ins and outs of the rules being a part of Nike, but I think she had to run the Prefontaine Classic, she, whether she wanted to or not. But that last. Let, wait, let me finish. Let me, let me finish. No, I'm talking about let me, can I not finish? Can I finish? Are you gonna let me finish? I'm gonna let you finish, but she I came in dead last. She did. She That's did. unacceptable. I'm looking at body language. What's unacceptable? You are, are you out there? Are you training? I'm not there? out there. I, and no, I'm gonna say what no. I gotta say about this. She's the still the sixth fastest woman in the world. That's true. I don't think she wanted to run based on body language alone. Well, how can Could she, she have run? done better? Could she have done better? Maybe, but I don't think she was in a position mentally. To want to run that that race. No, that's Pre- a good point. That's a good point because I didn't know until today that being a Nike athlete, you had to participate in that. Right. I can totally understand that, right? When you're being led around like that and we're talking about her. Like what I wonder is like, are we going to have to wait for some uh, 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 E! True Hollywood story to get... You know, like, then do we start talking about the people that are leading her around or her representation? Then do we hold her accountable? Like, is there no such word as accountability to your own character and how it's being portrayed until, you know, 20 years later and we have a, you know, an A&E story right. or, or something like that? But I guess I guess what I'm trying to side with on uh, on that with, with you, Ocho, is the fact that I didn't know that she was forced to perform. That tells that's, me a that's lot. That's why I said but I'm that's not what, sure, but that's what I tells me a lot. Yeah, that doesn't that. matter. We're still talking about a three-week window. She was out. She knew when she got suspended, right? Mm-hmm. For the for the weed or whatever, yeah. right? But she still had about three or four weeks to prepare from that point until that, that next race. And we can all blame it on mental stresses. She lost her mom. We can we can make whatever excuse we want to make for her. If you're the sixth fastest woman in history. You don't come in dead last. 
is one is she, embarrassing. Fred, she's the sixth fastest woman in history. She was the ninth fastest woman on that track. But here's the thing. And those bro. ladies aren't on that list ahead of her. So, and this whole forcing, Nike's not forcing her to run. Did y'all's team force y'all to play? Did y'all's team force y'all to play? Did you hear the way I worded it? I think, if I'm not mistaken, they have Nike athletes maybe, based on her body language, when she ran, might have been forced to run. That's well, all I'm saying. And, and if you, if, if, like you say, forced to run. It's not forced to run. We know the game is on Sunday. Contractually, she might have had to run. And the game's on Sunday for us. We're contractually locked into every Sunday. They lined up with opponent against us. We had to play. And when you played, did you lose some time? Did you lose some time? Did you lose some downs? Did you lose some time? Yes. Did you not scrape and get off that tackle some time? But you're saying she was forced to run. No, do your job and run. That's what she's been doing all her life. That's why she's one of the best in the world. So holy. And don't get ninth well, place on well, Sometimes you lose. Hold on. You never lost before? You never lost before? I ain't getting ninth. She shouldn't have, listen, here's my thing. I like to I like to peel back the layers. My thing is this. You gotta think about the Olympics. Olympian Olympic athletes. They work for four years straight for a couple of weeks out of the, you know, out of that year, you know, to perform on the biggest stage. Stages bigger than we've all occupied. A month before the Olympics, she was disqualified because she tested positive. Okay? She smoked. What do you think is going through her head? Like, how could... You're talking about she had three weeks, four weeks, or whatever it was. Think, Put yourself in that position. How can she... You know how hard it is for her to get up every single day and train after that? You know what I mean? You only have a couple opportunities... To be in the Olympics as, a, as an Olympian. Think of, I, I experienced this at the end of my career. I played 13 years, you know, in the NFL. Never been cut. My last year, cut three times. The New York Giants, cut by the, by the Seattle Seahawks, cut by the, by the Saints. In that time, to me, I, that was the first time I was able to put myself in the shoes of, you know, those practice squad guys or those bubble guys I'm like, you know how hard it was for me to get up every single day and train while I was waiting on a phone call. I had to push myself, eat right, do all those things. So I think when you know when you look at this whole situation and, and, and that race and her coming in last, I understand how she came in last. I think that's bullshit because if you talk about not with with you, right? Because that happens in our sport, but she knew the rules. It comes down to discipline and your mental focus. Right. This is the biggest moment in her life. How she f***ed up. And I ain't pounding. I ain't bashing her. I want to be a big brother to her. If I knew her, I would definitely reach, try my best to reach out to her. But she knew the rules. You're going to go and smoke and, and take away everything that you prepared yourself for and miss that opportunity. Who knows if it'll ever come back because it's every four years. She, she did what she did at, at the Nike event, and she lost that. Nike's a corporate conglomerate, right? I don't think that they would put her out there if she wasn't ready. So whatever happened in that particular race, I think it comes back well, Fred, down to hey, you, don't think, you, you, don't, you don't think they would put her out there if she wasn't ready? Nike? You never got a shot Listen, when you wasn't ready and you, you, were, you were told to get out there? The thing about me was different than her. I was always ready. 
That's a different. I probably didn't play well. No, sure. How many teammates? But how many teammates? How many teammates did you play with that wasn't like you? This is a different sport. It's an individual sport. No, that's a really. So good I get point. what you're that's saying. You know what I'm saying? So, but you have to put yourself in a in a in a mental box and say, now it's time for me to let the world know what I've done. Simply because she talked that type. I was always humble. I never approached the game like that. But if you're gonna put it out there. You better back it up. She has been backing it up for years. She's been backing it up for years since LSU. Look, I want her to do LSU. great. For me, yeah. hey, listen, she lost, she one, lost one There's a reason the why she's in global. Can I, I say it. icon yet? Can I say icon? No, no, no. Can I? Please. Please. Because when my, when my daughter sees her that run track, she loves her. Of course. Why? She loves her. And, because and she's your, in your daughter's the next one. She loves her. She's in that space. She's in that space. I like the fact that she is authentically her and not the PC we're used to seeing from people that are at that level. She lost one race. Let me. It's, she lost one let race. Me, let me go back to what you're saying. It, I mean, it, it's really no difference in other sports. You know, those guarantees that you make. In the NFL, we hear it all the times, All the time. Don't make any guarantee. Don't go out there giving any bulletin board material, right? Oh, we're going to win. Or I'm going to dominate this guy. I'm going to go for 100. So those are the things that you learn, you know, as you mature and you grow in this sport. Some guys go out there. You got Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey go out there and he talk that talk. You have uh, Richard Sherman talk that talk and they back it up. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they get got. And then you have some guys that won't put themselves out there because they know the backlash you're going to get. So it goes back to this whole thing. Like, who are you going to be? Like, are you going to embrace the villain and go all the way out there with that confidence and say, you know, I'm going to win this race. But you got to be strong and you got to be so like bold to do that year after year after year because if you don't when you go in that locker room and you're looking in the mirror and you're and it's just you and, and, and that's it man that's I, a tough moment i call it the ali effect ali did it right that's what made ali the greatest boxer of all time Deion sanders did it that's right you feel me but there's also moments when you got to know when to shut it off and be humble i got god today you know what I'm saying? That's what happened. You can talk and be that shit before you go and compete. But if it doesn't work out your way, just say, look, I, I, I brought it today. Right. It didn't work out. You know, and, and whatever else you what, say, what, go, what, go what back and she say after the fight? No. But I loved it. When I, what I saw after that race, I saw strength. I know as an athlete, she walked in that locker room and probably cried. That's what, If I had to bet on it, I felt like she, she walked in that locker room crying. But to me, as an athlete, right, and this is, you go to some Simone, you go Biles, you go to Naomi Osaka, right? Like, this is this thing, like, you got to put on this Teflon in front of the world, in front of all these cameras, and you got to be, you got to be this Greek god. And so what I saw in that moment was her being strong and saying, oh, you think I'm done? No, I'm going to be back. I saw strength. I didn't see weakness in that. I ain't see, I thought that was a moment where she should have said, like, yeah, they, that's right. I'll be back. It's one race. So I saw strength. One. But that's the thing you're talking about, like that one. villain role. And that's what that's what she she wants to become. And and I know she, I told you, I she know hasn't become it. She's built for that. She she's has something that you role. can't coach. She has but, an it she has this it factor. That's just her. She's not trying to portray that. That's just what she is. And the villain has to have a backing of success behind them. She has a huge backing of success. Where oh, have Joe. you been? Do your homework hey, on no, Miss no, no, Richardson no, 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 no. first. How many gold medals? 2019. How many gold medals? We are not. That's what we're not going to do. We're not going to. We're not. We're not going to. The big. What's the biggest level of track? 
the best in the world. Representing the U.S., right? Best of the world. And getting gold medals. Zero. We're not going, we're not going to downplay what she's done to this point because she didn't get a fucking gold medal. That's what we're not finna do. But why not? Just don't put your leg on the table. You but, get mad. No, 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 no. But because no. this table right here is gonna break. <laughs> right, right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he got his crew socks on. So, oh, crew yeah. socks heavy. Yeah. Let me he ask you a question. How, how old is your daughter? Huh? And she runs track, right? Yeah. Your daughter. Junior in high school. So how old is she? Fifteen. She's fifteen. Sixteen. Excuse me. And, and how old is? I have so many. Is, my bad. And how old is she? Carry? <laughs> huh? She's sixteen. Twenty-one. Yeah. 16. She's twenty-one. 21 she yeah. carries twenty-one. Yeah. So if your daughter was in that position, right, and did the same thing, right, and talked that. After yeah. a loss like what that. What she does now, what, yes. What would what do you have to say? What do you do? Do you reinforce shit talking after you get dead last? You seen me play before? I sh- I sh- talk before what happened against Revis. What did I do on CBS before that game? Do what? Talk. And what happened? I lost, right? Yep. I embraced the villain role, win or lose. So what did you? So with, with my, listen, but let me finish. You were a Can pro bowler before you had. Let me finish. But what I did do. But what I did do and what I would do with my daughter is you got to this point by doing one thing. It's working. The track, the so rubber, teach, the spikes. You, so, so, you, so you teach her something about humility, about getting back to work. Sins, but don't change who you are because you lost a race. Mm-hmm. The word humble. I hate when people say using the word humble. All you're trying to do is just dim your mother light that the man up there gave you. Mm. That's what makes Shakari, Miss Richardson, because I don't know how to say it the right way. Shakari. What, what makes her is what we see. The hair, the nails, humbling that, it ain't just, that's, that's, not, that's not her. You lost. Go back to the drawing board. Do it again. But, bro, you, oh, talk, right, about, you oh, talk about that shine. You talk about that Sorry. star. Allison Felix, mm-hmm. the female track runner that has the, the, most, best, the, most the most decorated right. ever. Right. She doesn't need to talk shit. That's her personality. She doesn't. But no, 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 no. That is, that's her. She, you is can't compare. Head, she is head and shoulders better than Sha'Carri Richardson because of her successes. Not talking. Not being. Why are a, you comparing the two? We because talk about one I, that is toward the end of their career and one that I'm just started. And that's baby. the thing is that moving up, through the, moving up through the ranks. You don't have to you change don't have who to you are up. to be successful. That's like telling Usain Bolt, hey, you're going to have to shut up and stop being you. Stop. Lightning bolt. You know what? It had to be you. And that was a lightning bolt when he was coming in ninth place, Chad. He's lost before. You know that, right? I know, but he was not getting roasted by everybody at the Prefontaine Classic. Race. No, after, after, after after you got kicked out of the biggest race of your life. For she, marijuana. She have, she will be at three this more, was her chance. She will have three chance, more Olympics. You know chance. she's only 21. No, 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 right? Chad, this Olympics is your chance. Every four years, chance. right? You get suspended. You get suspended for something. I don't know what you got. When you were playing, you got suspended for something. Let's say four games. That fifth game, you came back. That's your chance to show them what, what Chad Ochocinco got. You go out there, have Nan catch, Nan yard, Nan touchdown, get choked out by a okay corner. If you're supposed to be the best, when you come back from that suspension, bro, you about to show out and show the world why they should respect you. That's what everybody, am I wrong, fellas? Did everybody expect at the Prefontaine I, Classic she was going to come out there and show the world what they missed in I the Olympics? What they missed in the Olympics. She did. I don't want to see what I saw okay. in that Classic. Listen, we had this notion on what we, were, what we expected to see when she ran the Olympics. Oh, we didn't get the result that we motherfuckers on it, not knowing what's going on with her, but oh, f- it, everybody jump off the f- bandwagon now. Miss Richardson, continue to be you. 
Do not change. Go back to the drawing board and do what you do. What's got you to the point you're at now? You're it's simple. Tell, you're going to tell her how to handle success? It's simple. Because that's a big piece of it's it. Sim- yeah. It's if you simple. can't handle success, it's like when, what, when, when, you, get, when you get your... She it's like race. I, I understand Fred, that. Come no, on. I'm not punishing. I'm not beating her up on that. Because you lose you, and you win. But it comes back to how do you handle success when it happens? Is she ready for that? Because we're judging her on, on the 10 six or the 10 six that she ran when dated. And we our expectations were that she was going to go to the Olympics and beat the fastest three Jamaican women that that run in, in the sport since Flojo. That ain't happened. So how do you handle your successes? Well, and you is she, and the thing is, is she too, ready for that? That that's my question. To you is she ready? She has to ask I, I herself. Can't, I can't that answer question. the question. And I can't answer the question. She has to be I, ready. For I, that. I just know based on what I've seen and based on what I've seen watching her career from LSU to this point. Sometimes life. Okay, let me let some, me listen. Let me, sometimes life, and then sometimes it, it could take a dive. It's all about how you react. And that's after. the people that's you right. keep that's around. Right. It's all about you, right? how you react. After. That's true, and that's adversity. But much like us, we come into large sums of money. When we make it to the NFL, right? We're not all prepared for it. How do we handle it? Well, but, uh, that's do we have a strong team a around of, us what I want to, ask to put you, us in position so we don't fuck it you up? You keep promoting. I don't want you her keep to promote. You know, do you? Do you? We do you? To do be you, you? Right? Because that's they, just a bad. But, that's and everybody and I wants Brandon, everybody, but I know Brandon didn't want to talk about Everybody wants everybody to be in the box. I'll bring it up. Be quiet. Be humble. I know Brandon wants to talk about this. Go do your job. Shut up and play. It's the same. No. Agreed. Agreed, right? She's a great entertainer, right? And so are you. Right? And, but the thing is, is that Brandon didn't want to talk about this, but why are we sitting here in, I can't even announce the name of the town. Okoe. Okoe. Why are we in Okoe? Why are we here? I mean, that's the question. It's like, why are we so, here? So, but we we sit, came to, up. We, to sit but down, here's what to, I would say. To, to sit, sit down, down with Shakari. Yeah, right? But, but, the, but in, 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 I, want, I definitely, I don't want to, I don't want to drown out anybody's thoughts on that. But the thing is, is that is that a continuation of her being her and her doing her? Are we sitting here, right, because we wanted to come up here and have a conversation with her, right? That's, well, that's my first question. Well, like, are we here because of that? And is this a continuation of her doing her, right? And are we saying the same things as if she were, if she were to be here? So, yes. With the conversation we're saying. Listen, or maybe what if, she, what if she's doing exactly what we're telling her to do? This is the, Man, this you're is, a professional. Huh? It's about showing up. Huh? At the end of the what day, if, what if she's doing exactly what you said? We do everybody what if she's else going a back disservice. To board and stop talking just to make sure her next race. You're is saying like do you? Bags. And I feel that we want to keep it a hundred. We want to keep it a thousand. That's what the platform is, right? You want to be yourself. You want to be authentic. Don't change. But it's okay to to follow these 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 rules. You know what I'm saying? Not put you in a box, but follow certain rules to make you more <laughs> successful. We just trying to make sure she go out and be the best Miss Richardson that she could be. Well, I don't want to take nothing from her. I, I root the f- for her, bro. I want her to beat the f- out of them other countries because I'm American. I want. I don't want her to beat American headache. But here's what I oh. at the end mm. of the day. But but here but here's what I would say to that, Fred and Jay, is I'm actually I think it's smart that I think it was smart of her and her team for her not to do this show. Um, and the reason why is because um, we know a lot of us, it's business and it's personal. And a lot of us when, as athletes, it's all personal because the, the sport that we play, it saves our life. 
It gets us out of our situation, right? So it's personal. It's not business. So for me personally, it took a long time for me to understand that being in the National Football League was business. It wasn't personal. The way I was wired was, no, this is how I eat. This is how I'm going to get out of the hood. And so there's a way you can be yourself 100%, but you have to learn how to work with the media. So if she's going to embrace the villain, that's fine. If that's the role you're going to play, only a few have chosen to do that and have succeeded, right? She is 21. She is a baby. So there is a lot to learn. So for me, she is a superstar. She's the sixth fastest woman ever on this planet. Soon to be first. Soon to be, potentially. If she, if, she does See, with, but, with, if she does what Fred is talking about, and that is being a pro, showing up, doing those things. But for some, it t- it's a process. For me, true. it was a process. It took me five years to realize, like, hold, I can't go in front of the media and say whatever I want to say. Now, you can still be yourself, but at the same time, you got to know how to use the media and not let the media use you. No, that's 100%. a really good point. That's, no, that's a really good point because, you know— one of the things that I started thinking about, you know, coming into this, you know, preparing to speak with her, something that I wanted to kind of, you know, find common ground with her was was sitting there saying like, OK, she came on on this high level. Right. We all or at least myself, I only got to know her through this controversy, right, through this international controversy of, of, of missing the Olympics. The thing is, is that like what I would have said to her and that's what I was trying to imagine if she were here is that I think it was just I looked at it. I think it was only me and Fred that got drafted in the first round. And I think me being drafted in the first round and then me breaking my leg the very first game that I played in, right? And then trying to come back six weeks later from a broken leg and play and break my foot the first week of practice that I tried coming back, taking up a bunch of shots, taking tons of pills just to practice for Tony Sperano, RIP, right? For Tony Sperano, uh, and because I didn't want to disappoint you were on the team. Yeah. I didn't want to disappoint you. I want to disappoint my team. Correct. Right. I didn't want to feel like a bust. But that's exactly what got thrown on me. As soon as I broke my as soon as I broke that. Right. People start looking at you like you're on this athletic downward spiral. Like you can't come back up. That's it. And I've How seen the looks. I, I was 21. But that's but this is what I'm saying is that, like, I think there needs to be a certain amount of accountability if we are going to support her. But then at the same time, I do feel I would say to her that, you know, I feel her pain in in a certain type of way, because automatically some of my best friends, some of my family, my own grandfather was like, oh, well, that's your career there, buddy. Coming in at a high level, first round draft pick, coming in at a high level, Olympic athlete or potential Olympic athlete. And then to have that happen and then the conversation becomes, you know, are you a bus or not? There's a picture of me in the Dolphins locker room when they had all those blue leather couches, mm-hmm. right? There's a picture of me with my leg up on the couch like this with a broken leg. And there's media all around me, right, asking me because I was the first-round pick that year, right, asking me, you know, what's going to happen? How do you feel? All this stuff. And I played it off like it was nothing. But I was hurt. I was very hurt. And all I kept thinking is, like, I'm from the same town as Sam Bowie. All right, Sam Bowie, you got drafted before Jordan, who had broken leg after broken leg after broken leg. That's all I could think about. It's like, I don't want to be put in that same category. I don't want my legacy to be this person who's continually, uh, 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 automatically a draft bust because I was taken in the first round. It felt, what I kept saying, and, and, and even in hindsight of my own career, what I kept thinking about was like, man, first round draft picks really have so much more room to fall. Then they had to actually ascend because you're coming in at a high level. Right. And I think it's the same thing with Shikari. Excuse me, Shikari. 
Miss Richardson, right? <laughs> I think it's the same thing with Miss Richardson is that there's so much more room for error because of the way that she entered the public, the public eye. And that's one thing that I, w- I, w- I was writing about before this that I couldn't even imagine coming in on an international level. It was just Miami that knew me, right? I wasn't even so – I was a 3-4 def- a defensive end. I was asked to two-gap, right? So right, right. nobody even knows what the hell that is. Right, right. right? <laughs> right. So, so the thing is I can't even imagine – I can't even imagine – But, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. But here's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. I hated it. I hated it. He wasn't good at two-gapping. No. I played behind him. He wasn't that good at two-gapping. Not my first year. My first year was not good because I had never done it. Let me say this because we're talking about we're in a tough spot here because we we don't want to be like the traditional outlets and networks, right? We want this to be a safe place for our athletes. But at the same time, this is locker room talk. In the locker room, there's a lot of accountability. And I will say this, and you guys know this to be true. Accountability is what gets you there. Correct. Right? And sometimes it's private. And sometimes it's public. Like for all of us, we've been in the locker room, been in situations where it was that OG that came to you, pulled you to the side, or even on the field, pulled you to the corner. and was like, yo, you know you could probably do it a little bit differently. That's what he did to me. You remember the day you did that? Yeah. It was the same day. It was all in the same thought. It was the same. I mean, right around the same time, my rookie year, it was all the same thing. It was we were doing screen drill, right? Mm-hmm. And a screen drill, what do you do when it's a screen drill? You got to run. You got to run, but you let him throw the screen for the sake of the drill. You let it go, right? That, but what did Chad Hetty do? He threw it right in my head, right? So I'm not going to bat the, the pass down. I caught it, and I started running with it, right? And that's when Sperano started yelling at me, God, Godric, what the hell is, are you stupid? Right? I start yelling back. As soon as I started yelling back, man, what the f- he threw it? He grabs me. What is wrong with you? Shut up. Do your job. Mm. Now, the thing is, we're on the same team, and I think that's a big difference between team sports and individual, right? Is that you cannot show up to an interview like this or an engagement like this because she's on her own. She's on an island. She doesn't necessarily have a team that she has to be accountable to. And there's nobody there. There's no wins and losses that she has to take with other men or women, right? It's all her. It's a time, and that's it. So I think it's, there could be a potential lack of accountability with their own group. That's, that's what you're good. Yeah, I, I was going to say, because all y'all, y'all brought this whole thing about support. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Support, supporter, supporter. Um, Allison Felix said that. Support her. She said give her a hug. Pull her in. Support is one thing, but there has to be criticism with support. Because if somebody needs no support... Question. They need to be addressed on some issues. See, and that's, that's if you my think point. about it, you know what I'm saying. That, like, if, if you if somebody has everything in their life going the right direction, everything in their career going the right direction, they don't need support. They're fine. So support should come with criticism, and that's the thing that I think Shakari and a bunch of we're gonna get to Naomi and, and and Simone here in a second. But if you want to support somebody, there needs to be criticism. Exactly, and then, and then that support when you supported me, you gripped me up on the side of the fence. But that, 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 that was his support. He gripped me up. Yeah, And so that was a thing, and I took that as a sign of love. But maybe that's because it's a totally different culture. But I saw him right. do that, and I remember it to the, I, vividly. Right. He gripped me up on the fence. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Listen, but that was love. It comes back to, um, and, I, and I'll say this as I'm talking to her, right? We got to talk about mental preparedness, mental focus, accountability, as you said, and a sense of urgency. She's 21. Chad says she has three more opportunities. And they're going to come like this. You know how fast time fly, man. Yeah. She'll be 34, 35 on her last Olympics before you know it. You're going to waste time. You're going to make excuses. Like, what are you going to do? Right? So we have to give her a message that at some point, something has to click. Something has to change. I always played and performed like I was going to fail the fuck up. I scared the shit out of myself in order to get the best out of myself. And sometimes you got to do that. Is she afraid? Or is she cocky? You feel me? Like, what side is she on? You can you can be, like, confident, but you can't have an attitude that I got this in the bag you know, every time. She's confident. You, yeah, I, you she, can be confident, confident, but you also got to fear failing. You have to. I, I, That'll I get she, you out your think, seat. I, I think she's fearless. I think she's fearless. That, that's a problem. She, but here's fearless. the thing. She's here's the thing. Fearless. That's a problem. You don't think she's For fearless? Me, that's she can't be problem. fearless because she responds to IG posts of nobody. That's the thing. <laughs> that's that's maturity. That no, that's There's a, a difference between a, no, fearless and maturity. That's insecurity. No, it's no, not. It's for you. To, for you to respond, and I re- I noticed somebody said I could have beat Shakari in that race, and she said I would triple your annual pay if you could beat me in a race. That's- that's insecurity. Chance, that's how many firing back? That's that. that. no, why, no, why are you going to fire time back time at a twelve-year-old girl time living time in Okoye? Chan, 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 Chan. How many? T- Chan, you've been playing football all your life. You yeah. went to UF, biggest stage, the swamp, your Gator bait, all of that. Been there. Y'all play in front of crowds bigger than most NFL teams. Then you go to the Miami maybe? Dolphins, right? And you play there. So you mean to tell me you were perfect? No, 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 no. Not perfect. But how you responded there's to no criticism. There's no but. There's yeah, no but. Ain't no but. Ain't no but. Ain't no but. Are you perfect? You know, no, nobody's okay. perfect. There we go. Nobody's Me perfect. Neither. Tom Brady's the GOAT. He throws interceptions. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the leader of everything and the best running back of all time fumbles. Yeah. But for Shakari, and I take it, when you respond, and I do it with Kevin Durant as well, 
When Kevin Durant has a ghost Instagram to respond to people, yeah. that is a mental insecurity. Yeah, that's, but that, that's, that's why a I say mental, mental insecurity that's why, that you have to respond to nobodies. And I'm not calling people nobodies, but if you're Kevin but Durant, guess what Kevin you're Shakari Richardson, who what the f- does it matter what somebody down the street living in their right. in, in their mother's basement thinks that's about you? That's called fan engagement. That's insecurity. That's no, called fan fans, engagement. You, you know what? And I'll give you this chance. It's called you, fan engagement. You do fan engagement because I've seen you pull up and play FIFA at a fan's house. Yeah. That's fan. I f- them up. And you f- them up. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever told somebody that you'll triple their annual salary if they can catch more balls than you out of the job machine? Listen, there, you would not do more that than because they show a cat. That is, that is that, that's her way of, of lashing back out. You know, of it's la- like, why do you it's like, it's like, it's like t- telling jokes. If we sit here ribbing, does it mean I'm insecure because I'm ribbing? If, if I'm sitting here ripping with, with 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 four guys that played in the NFL for a number of years, we, that's we, just having a good we time. Can, we can't define. If I am on Instagram or Twitter responding to a dog emoji, that's insecurity. I mean, that, that's I mean, I, hey, listen. Why do we I, always I mean, why do we always jump off the bandwagon as soon as something doesn't go right mm, with somebody? Mm. No, 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 I don't think when it's it goes right. right. We, we when it goes right, you get a everybody. Oh, we love Shakira. She's winning. She's winning. She's winning. And the minute she loses. Everybody got the motherfucking answers. Right. Why not continue to have that same support? We got you, sis. Get back to the drawing board. Do what you need to do. The same way you've been doing it outside of this one. No, no, race. One, not one race. One. Well, well, we well, expected well, to see her in the Olympics. Well, here's the deal. That's what built it up, Chad. So we holding everything. But that's what built up the well, anticipation the of the pre-Fontaine Classic okay. was her being kicked out of the Olympics. No, what for built Marijuana, it up is the fact that she's I been winning it, for a very long time. And, that and, we, and, and look, and look, that we part. just saw. And, she's been winning listen. for a very, very long time, way, way so, back. So why didn't, I know, back. why didn't I know her name five years ago? Huh? Because you're not into track, obviously. Five years ago? What you talking about? She was 16. I'm just saying, why didn't I know her name? 16. Why didn't the world? You should have. She won a national. Championship. She was, that's when she became the fast, the sixth fastest woman. Why didn't when she world, was nineteen? Why didn't the world know her name two years ago? Because they the know Shelly and Frazier. The world did not right, let know me say her this. name. Let me say, the track, let me say this. Let me say this. The track world. Let me say this. But the track world is small. Let me say it's this. It's not small. You like you got something? You, like you got something you want to get off your chest? Well, yeah, because like you over there, the new guy, don't the new guy over here, like, come on, like, go me. ahead, get it off your chest, bro. Well, it's just, I think it's because because you can you can sell. That better. You can sell the controversy better. Mm. If she's just winning, and just winning, and just winning, it's it's. If she's a winner, like that's the question I wanted to ask her. Do you want to be a winner? Or do you want to be a superstar? Mm. Right. Mm. You want to be a winner. Or you want to be a superstar. Does it matter even if you win? Because it seems like with the nails, the hair, all of it, I love it. I love the expression. Right. Oh, it's artistic expression. We're looking at it. It's beautiful. But would you rather be a winner? If you had to change some of the things that you're doing in order to win, would you do that? She ain't got, all she got okay. to change is all, 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 all I'm saying. All she got to do is like what you said. It's about, it's, about, it's about how you train. It's the work. There are some people, like you said, we said Deion Sanders. We said Flo Joe. We talked, I talked about Richard Sermon. I talked about Jalen Ramsey. There's some people that are flashy and they're loud and they still win. And then there's some people that, they don't get it done. I, I think it's just, it's just, it's but like, she, go back to you said, what you said is like, who are you? Be yourself. Right, right. But you got to understand what comes with that. If you go out there and you say, you know, oh, y'all, y'all going to, you know, I'm going to smoke y'all, whatever she said, and you come in last, then you know what? You go in the locker room, you go in and you cry, you look in the mirror, like, damn. Now. 
and then you put your face back on, you get back to work. Well, well this is the thing, right? So y'all play AAU ball, AAU basketball. I did. No, you I did. did. I was selling well, dope. Okay. He, so you brought up Kevin Durant. He, oh, he, he grew up playing yeah. soccer. Too. So you, you you brought up Kevin Durant, right? When I was 17, <laughs> I played summer. on the AAU basketball team. <laughs> I played on the AAU basketball team, and we went out to Vegas, right? We went out to Vegas to play. We got to the semifinals. You know who we met in the semifinals? Ty Lawson and Kevin Durant. They were on the same team, okay? We had a guy that talked. Right, was talking the whole tournament named Rich. He was a six foot seven wing, right? Played at Milton Hershey High, right? We get out to center court for tip off, right? We're dapping the other team up, dapping the other team up. First thing he does, he walks up to KD and he goes, You ain't getting today. Yeah, I like it. That's what I'm talking about. I like this dude. What's his name? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's how KD you lit us up for 30 points. That's how he, he, he said, no, he said to us, and KD said, to, he, he laughed at him. He went, you hear this guy? And he goes like this to him. He goes, all dunks. The first half, all dunks, 30 points. Okay? <laughs> then we come out for the second half. They almost called the mercy rule because it was the 30-point mercy rule. We were down by 28 at half. We come back. He comes out. He goes, all threes. All threes the second half, right? They beat us by 40 fucking points, okay? You don't know who Rich is. We got to win. You got to win to know the guy that's being him. He's being him, he but he wrong. smacked the shit out so of So let us. me say this. Let me say this, though. Yeah. So it was good. But it was good. Hold on, let me say this. Even if Rich never said anything, y'all would have got beat by 40. <laughs> <laughs> so either way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. You talk about winning, you know, and we're looking at her now. It's like, okay, which way her is her career going to go? You know, you go to the first race right after the Olympic, and then now you go to Europe, and that's the outing. So, you know, she got a lot of work to do, but it doesn't take away from her being the sixth fastest woman on the planet. You know what I mean? Or one of the greatest women to ever run. She reminds me of Des Bryant. Remember the stories like Des Bryant's upbringing? You know, Des Bryant <clears throat> entered the NFL, like most of us, with a lot of red flags, and there was a lot of controversy. And now Des Bryant, to me, is a is lightweight, a culture icon, you know? So I look at her pain. I look at where, what she's been through. So I, I, I put her in the box, Jared, as someone who started running because it was an outlet for her, mm -hmm. you know, and it was about survival. And then she ended up falling in love with it. But at the end of the day, as an athlete, when you talk about what's more important, it's like her, to me, her mindset, all of them, even in practice, I bet she beats herself up in practice if she don't have a great practice. She cries if she doesn't have a great practice. Like we all, I think most of us been there, you know, it's like lose, practice, you know, game time, lights are on. It's all the same. Can I say, can I say one thing? Yes, Freaky Fred. Yeah. So right now we're just. Are you Freaky Fred in, in season three? Yeah, of course. What's, what are you he doing with uh, OnlyFans? So is OnlyFans going to do like? Are you? What, what, what's going on with OnlyFans? It's suspended right now. <laughs> okay, go back. To Wait, you had an nah, OnlyFans? Huh? You had an OnlyFans? You should know that anyway, bro. bro Fred, what with is it, going with on? It. Relax. Fred, with <laughs> it, with it. Nah, I, ain't, I never had an OnlyFans. Goats and animals, all kinds like, of hey, nasty. But no, nah, seriously though. We're, we're, we're basically five big brothers, and we all have our different opinions, right? And I think that really is us trying to reach out to her so she, she can take bits and pieces of what she thinks might help her, her succeed. 
she's going to do what she wants to do anyway at the very end of the day. But because we all have experience and what we've done on this show with season one and season two, we always say, all right, this is our way of giving back. She has to take bits and pieces that she feels necessary to make her better. We're not lying to her. What I said, what Chan said, what Jared, Chad, yourself said, we're just trying to voice our own opinions, hopefully that because we want her to succeed. Right. We're not bashing or beating her up. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. But she has to understand she has resources. So what we're saying is, uh, Miss Richardson, you know, if she's listening or, or whoever's around her or anybody else, you have to put yourself in the mindset of other successful people because mm-hmm. it comes back to mindset at the end of the day. What's your mental like, Naomi, Simone? What's your mental like? Can I ask you a question? Just real quick. For sure. Those five names, four or five names you call, the Ali, the Jordans, the Kobe's, were they always perfect? I didn't say that. I, I, I'm just no. asking, answer the question. Listen. Were they always perfect? Did they lose before? Listen, they weren't always perfect, but Did they we know before? what the end result is. We know what they are in, in, in the history of sport and what we do. I, I was never perfect. You were never perfect. None of us were. Right. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to engage a young lady who we've seen can go hard left or can get their shit on track. Mm. She's she's in an okay position because she's young. That's the beauty about it. But because what our message will bring to her, she has so much time to get it together, but it falls back in her lap. What's she going to do with it? So uh, I've been having a hard time thinking about this, and I've I've been trying to figure out the right form to bring it up. But, I mean, we're sitting here talking about it. We're talking about Shakari. We're talking about individual performance. Fred brings up a lot of great points. We all brought up a lot of great points about what it takes to do individual performance. But we're not talking about the structures, right? We're not talking about the Olympics itself. How legitimate can the Olympics be? And can we question its legitimacy if Shikari Richardson gets excluded from Olympics and competing in the Olympics, right, for using cannabis, marijuana, right, in a therapeutic, therapeutic use, right? Wasn't so much performance enhancing. That's a, whole, that's a whole conversation in terms of it being performance enhancing or not. But how can we take the Olympics seriously and their rules if within the same Olympic Games, there was a born male who competed in weightlifting, who's taking estrogen in order to go play or to compete in weightlifting. Laurel Hubbard. Laurel Hubbard. So my question is to the Olympics, right? It's like, well, how do we take the Olympics serious when they're punishing an Olympic athlete like Shikari for using cannabis, but then almost promoting somebody else to use estrogen, right? Something that manipulates hormones, which is definitely performance enhancing or performance changing. I'm not sure how much estrogen helps you lift weights, but at the same time, that's the same moral compass that they're using. It's, it's, it's confusing to me. I did not know a lot about Laurel Hubbard. I never, I didn't know But I would say this. I would say it's ridiculous for a born man to compete against women in weightlifting. But on the other side of that, I think it's ridiculous for any league to suspend people for marijuana is dumb. It's but, dumb. But think about because, what you bro, just said. Alcohol sits in barrels 
for months, right. fermentating fruits and potatoes and orange peels and, and you put it in your body, it does nothing for you but get you drunk. Marijuana has CBD that is proven and they started studying it. Once they legalize it in certain states, they can study marijuana and they can pull out the medicinal side. And that's why it become a medicine. That's why people have uh, marijuana cards because the CBD side of marijuana does help people, helps you relax. And I know dudes that drink. I know dudes that smoke. I'll say it. I smoked my entire career. My entire career in the league, I smoked, I smoked in Florida. I smoked in high school. But here's the challenge, but though. dudes that I know that drink B, that's the dudes getting DUIs. That's the dudes hitting their wife. That's the right, dudes doing. Right. Bro, alcohol is 7,000 times worse than marijuana, but leagues have no problem with liquor. Leagues have alcohol. IOC, NFL, MLB, La Liga, they have liquor at functions. Right. But they shun marijuana. Oh, it's different marijuana. Now, right. Why? Why? The leagues are being more lenient on alcohol and marijuana. Well, marijuana. But here's the challenge. You're talking about leagues. We're talking about the United States. Right. IOC, you say international. Right. So the, the problem is Shakari, right? Everybody, oh, she should be running. She should run. Let her go. Let her go. Let's petition this thing. But you have to petition all countries. Because there's, a, in the United States, we're more lenient. In other countries, it's still criminal. We're letting people out in America that have these type of charges. That is the challenge when it comes to the Olympics. Is that, it's like, it's not just the United States. It's how do you get all countries on you know, a part of this and at the table and saying that this is, come on, everything that you just said, that's the challenge that you have with the IOC. Because if you look at China, there's a guy from Russia that got caught in China with some, some drugs. And they're but, considering but, for him drugs, on, drugs are weed. No, 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 no. Drugs are weed. That's Marijuana, what I need to know. Weed. Weed's not weed. drugs. Listen, but it depends on where you are. Yeah. Because China doesn't mess around. They're considering to put him on, uh, 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 giving him the death penalty. And this just happened, right? For so, we? Listen, man, what Brandon said, it's all international. This is America. We have our own set of rules and guidelines. And when we get outside of this box, everything changes. And the rules are the rules. They have their own set of rules that you have to abide by. But if rules are rules, do they not apply to male and female? Like, I they guess that's should. What, like, so I, I, I'm with you. Because I, 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 no, I can appreciate you. rules. I'm not disagreeing. I'm with you on that. What do you mean? I can appreciate rules. I understand. Like, she violated a rule. And that's why, like, there was a teammate of mine in Jacksonville that we both celebrated the day that we knew that we were getting tested April 20th, right? Or for the first two weeks of training camp, you get tested, right? And you know that those are... The, when, when me and this other teammate, we made a video that we were thinking about putting online about celebrating that our test date came in April. So that means yeah, we could smoke early. the whole summer. <laughs> so we could go home and, or we could go take a trip somewhere and, and spark up, right? So the thing is, is that I respect rules and I obviously abided by them just like him. I smoked throughout a majority of my career. But the thing is, is that how do you respect the rules, right? When they're being bent in such a way in so many other places. So that's my question. And maybe we can't answer that. Well, I, I, and look, the challenge, like I said, is the United States conversation is totally different than the conversations being had in China and other places. Right. But here's what I want to say to you, J.O. So you've been working on this dynamic documentary covering all this stuff. And I don't want to give too much up. But um, what role did marijuana play in your life? 
and how did you get there? Well, first it was socially to, to find friends, right? And that was in high school. And I think it was an ignorant way of getting into it. And I think that's the way a lot of people get into it, right? Is, you know, you find these social groups that you want to be a part of, uh, whether it's the cool kids or the kids that are on the team or the kids that are, you know, getting with the, the good looking girls at school that are smoking and you want to get with them, right? But I eliminated it from my life in high school because I knew that I was going to get tested you know, if once I started taking football seriously in high school, where it was like coaches were visiting me and I'm like, and I could test positive. I don't want to ruin this. I got to get out of here. So then I reincorporated in my life my second year with the Dolphins because I saw myself in my first two years having the same weekend over and over and over again, just getting hammered. Right. Going down to South Beach. Right. Going out on Las Solas. And I was just like, I can't do this. I can't keep up. There's no way I'm going to be able to keep up with this. Right. Because there were so many people coming down to visit from Pennsylvania or from wherever else that I was coming from. And every weekend was a was like a, a birthday bash just because they they haven't been down here. Right. And the phrase YOLO was was kind of hot at the time. <laughs> the restaurant. Right. YOLO. right? Exactly. Yeah. So so I brought it back into my life as a source of change because I knew I needed to get out of that pattern. I was in a pattern I didn't want to be in it anymore. I felt like a robot. I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. Right. Cannabis came back into my life because I wanted to have different types of conversations. And I saw the people that smoked and that were advocates for cannabis were able to have those types of conversations. It's so it's so interesting hearing you talk about your story and being with the Dolphins, my second year with the Dolphins. Um, this whole Ocho versus Science thing, that's when I really started taking it serious when we were playing with Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams. Yeah. And I saw how they were taking care of themselves and they were doing this food sensitivity you know, test. So I was like, let me start taking care of my body that same way. So I started working with the same gurus they were working with just on a nutrition side. And, um, I was drinking as well. Like, obviously this was at the height of my career, prime of my career, but also this is when I was, you know, a little bit like, you know, Shakari Richardson and all, everybody's story is different. But I mean, like I wasn't the pro that I needed to be at the time. So I started drinking and I was drinking Hennessy. And the only thing I thought about was like, I'm ruining my body and I got to get up and perform the next day. So I, that was the first time I tried marijuana. So for an entire year, I started smoking, right? And that was the first time I felt normal in a long time when I started to smoke. And that was the first time I was able to look at my wife and say, baby, you're beautiful. I love you. I couldn't, I couldn't say those things. Like literally I couldn't say those things. And when, when I smoked, I felt normal again. I felt like I was connecting with emotions. Fast forward eight months later, I went to Ricky Williams like, Ricky, you know, do you think I'm, you know, something's wrong? Because the Run Ricky Run documentary came out the year before and I saw what he was dealing with. He's like, no, Brandon, I don't think you're, he's like, no, Brandon, I don't think you're, you know, bipolar or borderline or dealing with depression or anything. I just think you say all the things that we want to say, but shouldn't say and don't say. And I went and sat down with the same doctor that Ricky sat with, and that's when I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and I also gave my life to Christ, and I stopped smoking, you know, during that time, and I was able to find other ways, but that was the first time when I was playing for the Dolphins, and it started off a performance, not wanting wanting to ruin, ruin my body, and uh, it helped me. Yeah, um, I, felt, I felt like it was a transition. Yeah. It helped me transition, and that you don't need to keep it, but... Speaking of the word transition, uh, I think I'm supposed to get out of here. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a good conversation. We got no, Chef no, coming no, out. We got no, Chef no, coming no, out. Serious. Chef, you came in at the right time. Yeah. Hello. I think. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Let's fucking Extra go. Extra planting. Yes, for me. 
There you go. Thank you. Chef. Yes. What's the green stuff? <laughs> it's cabbage. It's, it's, it's marijuana. It's cabbage? Yeah, a little bit of cabbage. Okay. You know, we got brown stew chicken. And marijuana and everything now. Thanks, Chef. Are we we allowed got to, you got all veggies. Brown stew chicken. All veggies, see? Brown stew chicken, rice and peas. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Chef, welcome back. Hi. Season three, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Missed you guys. Mm-hmm. We missed you too. Welcome. Welcome, Chef. Thank you. Praise God. So, Chef, we talked about so much. And uh, we had so many things we wanted to hit on in this first episode. We just didn't have enough time to get there. But I want to take you back to uh, Shakari Richardson. You know, <laughs> there's so much to her story, so much to her. I, I guess the question I have for you, just to get your perspective on it, is like if you were her sister, you know, what type of conversations would you be having with her? What would you be telling her? To remain courageous and confident at all times, <clears throat> that the world is watching you. And she's an inspiration to all little brown girls around the world that we don't really have much to look up to, you know. So she just has to know that the world is watching and that she's inspiring someone. So whether it's good or bad, you want to lean towards the good, you know. But of course, everything is environmental. So depending upon how she grew up in her environment, she, you only know what you were taught right. or lack thereof. Right, right. And that's, that's kind of my stance, too, is <clears throat> a lot of times, and this is one of the reasons why I didn't feel comfortable moving forward with the FS1 show. It's how we talked about the athlete. Because you have to have, like, when you watch, like, ESPN or FS1, you have to have these takes. And your career is built off of these takes. And if I go out there and I, and I have a hard stance on Shakari, I got to make sure that 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 is true. Right. Mm-hmm. And my career is built off of that if I'm if I'm right. And so no matter what, I could be wrong, but I'm going to continue to do everything I can to make prop this up and make it to be true. So my career thrives. What we don't do enough on those networks, on those shows is actually peel back the layers and say, like, she's. 21. Look where she comes from. And she needs. Like you don't have time to talk, have those conversations. You don't have time. You have three minutes. You're you talking sound bites. I, like I, in three minutes, I got to look out, look at that person across from me or virtually and say, no, nah, there's more to this story, you know? So I'm sorry. <laughs> I got like okay. passionate about emotional. Because, but I feel because you've been there. Right. And you yeah. would rather uplift her. Right. Than tear her down. Right. But what does that say about the world? That we're, the, ra- we're, the ratings we're not are the, bigger than uplifting another. But we're human not the being. world. Uh, the yeah. world, human, and, human, humans in general are very fickle. They love you. They love you when you're up. That's in general, and everything. They hail you. We all have, we all, we, we all have people that have been a part of our life. When things are going well, oh, they clapping. Oh, they love you. As soon as something go wrong, what happens? It's a saying that we say, hail you and nail you at the same time. Hey. Mm. But, um. Mm. Hold on, say that again. <laughs> hail you and nail you. Ooh. They'll hail you and nail you. Right. So oh they'll hail God. you and nail you at the same time. But to go back to what you said, the show is called I Am Athlete. How can you not be, how can you not relate? Right. Because you've been there. Right. So you, do you want someone to do what was done to you or do you want to show a, a, a better right. perspective or different outlook? Right. She needs someone to hold her accountable. She wow. needs she needs someone to, right. as an example, or someone to hold her close and, and help her navigate through. That's true. I don't want her to be Adrian Broner. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. I get what you're saying. 
at the end of the day. I want her to go above and beyond, recognize what what the pitfalls might look like. That's what this message is. Circumvent that and go forward. I want her to go and be the best. I'm rooting for her. Broner didn't show up for us in season well, Chad, two. Just, you just, just this conversation, you just said it, Chad. Now, what'd you say? Hail you. And, hail you and nail you. That's the hail thing. You and nail you. Who talking up, about him up, now? Who talking about him now? Who talking about him now? Adrian Broner started getting nailed when he doesn't have success. Athletes are based off of successes, failures, wins, and, and losses. That's all that and matters. And that's all you are. Chad, I would tell you, and I told you before, you exceeded that. You you took yourself marketing genius to exceed just catches, touchdowns, wins, losses. I was behind, I was behind Ocho losses. the whole time. It's been me. It tell him I've been your marketing agent. Look at that guy turtleneck you have on with buttons on it. <laughs> Who has a loose turtleneck? Get out of here. <laughs> Ocho. Loosen up. Yeah, let me loosen up. No, don't change it. Leave that, leave that type of Show him that it's yeah, right, right. Show, show him you can do what else you can do. Show him what you can do with me. What's up, man? <laughs> but no, but bro, 99.9% of athletes are based off of their performance. On field. What have you done for me lately? Y'all know, reason, y'all know the rules. The reason they know you and you is because you catch balls and score touchdowns. You run the ball, you score touchdowns. I tackled people every now and again. Chef Nancy, your damn food is off the chain. Oh, the you. reason they know us is because of what we're good at. And that's where you are praised or nailed off of. Okay. And that's the thing that athletes, and I'll tell y'all, I understand why people know me. If you don't understand that, Shakari, I know we get Naomi, Simone, flipping or running or hitting the ball, that's why you're famous is what you do in your sport. So let's hit on real quick on Naomi Osaka, what she's going through, right? Where she's literally saying, I am uncomfortable. It is not good for my mental health during these tournaments, during these matches to also address the media, right? And so, like, there's there's two conversations going on because as an athlete, right, especially the era we grew up in, do your job. Go out there. And, and no, this is part of it. The media is why we make so much money, mm-hmm. Right. So we're put on this plat- this platform and on this pedestal to say, like, you are a Greek god. You know, you're, you got these superpowers. But at the end of the day, I am human. Right. Right? And I feel like the conversation is shifting around the athlete. Because what we're saying, that's how we grew up. But now, bro, like, athletes are now showing that, no, I do have, you know what I mean? I'm just like you. I feel the same way you feel. So when you think about Naomi Osaka, what she's dealing with, I feel like she is now pushing the conversation forward to where now we're going to start talking about the athletes and treating the athletes differently. Her mental toughness is what they question. Yep. But recently she came back and she said, you know what, I get it. I understand. I, I, I like the media, but I think the media should be less subject, you know, uh, more subjective and less objective and more peer-to-peer mm. so we can deal with what's going on in this, in this space. So she wants to change the conversation so she can be willing to sit there and not be bashed and beat up. So I think there's a difference than when you have other people that just say, you know what, I'm just going to quit and not deal with it. It broke my heart seeing her come back and a reporter ask her, well, you're okay on Twitter, you're okay on Instagram engaging with fans and 
you are okay using the media. Basically, he said you're okay using the media when it's good for you, but when you're at these matches, you don't want to talk. And she breaks down, she cries, and they had to stop it. That broke my heart, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like not only in tennis, but all sports need to look at how we approach the athletes and in, in, in media. It's personal. It's not business for a lot of these athletes. So on the, at their lowest moments, whether it's Cam Newton in the Super Bowl, you know, or it's Naomi, you're asking them to sit up and talk professional and to be diplomatic and say the right things because you have all these sponsors, partners, and these networks. Like, we're banking on you to make sure that you say the right things. We have to We have to change the way we approach the athlete. We have to. B. I don't know. No, B. Because you have media outlets that are paid to be assholes. Much like in your local city, but it's on the teams. It's oh. on the net. It's it's on the leagues. It's on these institutions to protect the athletes because they I are human. I don't, I don't know, but because who who's paying the bills? But do the TV deals what comes first? and the media. Do, what comes first? The who, business who drives the, the sport? More the business so than the other. Yeah, of course. The of business. Course. Of, of, okay, the go ahead. Go ahead. You, know, you understand. See, Who's no putting money who, in your pocket? At any level, if, I, Naomi, if Naomi Osaka never hits another tennis ball, if anybody in the NFL, Saquon Barkley, whoever's name, NBA, KD, LeBron, whoever, if they never bounce a basketball again, the NBA, the NFL, tennis is going to be okay. The business is the biggest thing. Let me ask you. Right, it is. No, 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 no. It, 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 it is the biggest thing. They want you to do your damn job. Nike, Reebok, these people are not paying Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles and these girls or these yeah. these athletes and there's other guys that other men as well have done it. Men, women, I don't give a damn who you are. You have a sponsorship because they want to see you doing your job in right. their brand so that they can expand their brand and make money. The business is where they have to understand. If I'm having a right. rough day, go do your job. The fireman, the policeman, the lawyer, the surgeon, the, anybody that's a, the chef that's having a bad day has to go do their job. Let me ask you this. No, no, no. no, 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 no don't ask him that. I got one for you. That's even better. And if you leave that profession, that profession is not going to change. You are a small cog in the big picture of whatever your profession is. J.O. was sitting here earlier, asked Ocho, Pepe, he said, your daughter runs track. What would you tell your daughter in this situation after that after that meet, right? He said, let's get back to the rubber, put the cleats on, let's get back to work, but be yourself. Your daughter, mm-hmm. okay, Asia. Ava. You mess them up all the time. We understand. Your daughter, your daughter, Ava, plays tennis. Mm-hmm. Okay? She's in that same situation as Naomi. She's in front of the world, Wimbledon, okay, French Open, whatever, you know, U.S. Open. And she breaks down. And they're asking her those, those tough questions. What do you do? What do you say to your daughter right there? I would honestly, if she was to start on the path, if Ava starts on the path of Naomi Osaka, and when she gets to a level that she has to deal with the media, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her like I tell J.O. and I tell everybody, they're not your friend. Give, have a set answer and stick to your narrative. And that's what I did when I was in the league. No matter what they ask you in a press conference when you're in the league, you can swing the narrative your way. Hey, why did y'all give up 56 points? Oh, see, our defense, we just transitioned from a 3-4 to a 4 Okay, but let me, let me throw can, something I, else I'm, in there. I'm going, to, I'm going to prepare my daughter. To answer your question, to answer your question, B, I'm going to prepare my daughter for the media and let her know the media is full of They're not your friends. They're trying to get a sound bite, so give them the sound bite you want to but give the, them. But then, you have Na- but, then you, but then you have Naomi Osaka who says, I 
I, I live with social anxiety. Some people deal with things that we just don't understand. So you got Naomi Osaka who is saying, I live with social anxiety. This makes me uncomfortable. That is a thing. People go to get treatment for that. They talk to people, especially to learn how to cope and manage and live with. So that is the, that's what I'm talking about. What about those but I got a, I have a question for you right. because you you play both sides. So when when Brandon Marshall, the entrepreneur, the the person that understands entrepreneurship because you've read sixty eight books, right? Seventy three. Seventy three. Fuck it. Business imprints. Right, right, right. And I'm I'm dead I'm dead serious, bro. Because I love your mindset, right? And what your visions are. So there's going to come a time when you have to say, I got to dress this up and package it so I can sell it. Mm-hmm. Like, who do I really care about? Because at some point you got to be like, fuck, I got to look out for this or I got to look out for that. Yeah. And that's what's happening in the sports. Media don't really give a fuck about what your problems are. Mm-hmm. They have one objective. They got to make money and pay bills. What side are you going to be on when it comes to that? I think we already made that decision, you know, and that's one of the reasons why we've already had Cam Newton. That's why we've had, you know, Dwayne Wade come here because the way we hold each other, it goes back to accountability. You know, linear television, the way we talk about the athlete or the way we talk about people, there's an agenda behind it. We're just sitting here having locker room talk. This is the stuff that we talk about all the time. So for me, it's always giving whoever sits in that seat, you know, uh, you know, the space, the time they need to tell their story. You understand? And then also giving us the opportunity to hold them accountable the way we would offline, right. you know? And I think that's what makes our show special. And that's why I'm ready for season three to continue to whoa, go. Whoa, whoa, we need to get to the NFL. Go ahead, go ahead, NFL. You want to talk about NFL? What you yeah, got? Shan? I Who feel got- f-ing sad. We've been on a sad topic the whole time. I'm about to tear up. <laughs> here. All right, let's go. Let's go. Chef, favorite, favorite, favorite NFL team this upcoming season? <laughs> Chef, here we go. Favorite team? Okay, the New York Giants. New York Giants. Favorite player you look forward to watching this year outside of the Giants? Levante David. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Crowder. <laughs> team. Team, I'm sure you're a Dolphin fan, right? At heart, I am. A, I'm. A, I know I'm a Buccaneers fan at heart. That's why I grew up in Tampa. Okay, you grew up in Tampa. Yeah. Favorite so. player you look forward to watching this season, and who has the I, most approved? You can't ask me favorite player because I, yeah, I. You have a favorite player? I. I. No, I don't really. I just love good defensive play. I hate right. offense because y'all motherfuckers are prima donnas right. and soft, and right. y'all run lines and we right. react to shit. So favorite defensive player? So my favorite defensive player. You look forward player. to watching this season. But I think everybody's favorite defense player is Aaron Donald. Mm. Everybody like who? Everyone <laughs> that watches defense in the league and not prima donna ass. I mean, my, 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 my favorite defensive player in the NFL right now, Jair, Jair Alexander. And he can play. My brother Ramsey. Jalen's a dog. Yeah. Jalen's a dog. I would say Xavier Howard had eight more interceptions than him last nice. year. Xavier, Xavier's you nice. know. Jalen so, had two picks and Xavier had ten. So okay. for you to say Jalen okay. is something else. If you want me to go linebackers, yeah, I got to go Levante, Darius Leonard, Eric Kendricks. 
Uh, Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner. Okay. I gotta go. Those, those are my. Those are the dudes I know gonna go out there and knock somebody down the most, off every year. Who you got over there, Freaky Fred? You over there eating? You ain't Man. Jacksonville terrible. Yeah, <laughs> he over there. He ain't got oh, nothing to say. Urban Ur- Ur- Meyer. We gonna be better than every team you've been on ever. Oh, uh, you think so? Yeah. Better than the Dolphins? Who? The Dolphins. Oh, the little man. fish. Little fish. <laughs> Come on, man. This is what I'm gonna say, Fred. Adrian Broner. He lives in Western Florida. I don't don't work on his name. He done. He done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm ain't heard to talk like him no more. Huh? He done. He'll be back. He's back in the ring. You always believe in people. I wish you was my daddy. Hmm? You always <laughs> believe in people. I believe in you. You don't believe in me. <laughs> I do believe you. You got to lock up with Randy Crowder though, and that nigga's big. Who's Randy? My daddy, my real daddy. If you really? want to be my daddy, you got to fight my real daddy. I'll knock your daddy out. That that blind. You ain't see him in his fight, his debut. Yeah, and I know what Randy gonna do. Booty in the air. Wasn't none of that. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.